0: The Detroit Free Press presents Talkin' Lions, your audio home for all things Honolulu blue and silver. Here is your host from the Detroit Free Press, Dave Burkett. Dave hey Burkett here, along with Carlos
1: Menares, back for the spring, Carlos. Before Memorial Day weekend, uh, we got our first view, first real glimpse of the Lions under Dan Campbell today. Got a little mini taste of it, rookie minicamp a couple weeks ago, but um, the Lions had an open OTA practice, uh, their third one of the spring. And uh, look, there was some news outside of that practice because the Lions had a special visitor today, Todd Gurley, potential free agent signing at running back. We will get to him in a second. But first, the, you know, I guess it's sort of big news, not that anything is super big news here in the spring, but Jelani Tavai lost 17 pounds. He's no longer the 270-pound £270 linebacker. 270, first of all, right? 270 pounds he played at last year. Wow. Um, he's no longer a 270-pound linebacker. Now he's like 250, 247. So are you buying what the Lions are selling that Jelani Tavai can be a factor for them
0: this fall? Uh, you know, i mean, the jury's out, you know, and he he hadn't he hasn't looked great um in the first two seasons that he's played uh you know he was definitely overdrafted a second round pick um but so someone asked him today in the zoom call about um uh what what did you think of your first two seasons and you know very indicative you asked him yeah, the great day briquette of course great kudos to you um you know and he's like i don't want to look back and anytime a player doesn't want to look back you know that they're not happy with the performance uh, but he kind of he started getting into the whole like I was used in different ways. And that's always kind of a backdoor way of saying, you know, I wasn't really playing in my preferred position. Right. Yeah. going Kyle Van Noy world time and all that. Um, so, you know, I guess the opposite of that is he feels he is being used in the right position. Um, and Aaron Glenn today said that, you know, he's not promising them anything, he's just promising them a chance, not a starting spot. It's going to give him a chance to compete. So um, he looked, I mean, at, yeah, whatever, 17 pounds lighter than, you know, when he left, I mean, he, he looked small. He looked like a thin, like a, like a safety to me really like a little Husky safety, I guess.
1: (laughs) No, he looked like a linebacker. Finally, not, not like a, you know, I don't know, defensive end playing linebacker or whatever it was. So, but no, look, I'm going to give your boy a little bit of credit here and Matt Patricia, because I don't, I mean, you know, uh, Tavai was obviously drafted with that scheme in mind. He was a bigger linebacker to begin with out of Hawaii. And, yes, you know, as Aaron Glenn said, he was used on the edge, you know, quite a bit last year. Um, But it's I mean, we're not talking about a guy that was was always lined up like Christian Jones was there sort of like you know, uh, edge linebacker, right, that left end. I mean, Tavai was off the ball a little bit. This is – maybe this is a little bit more what he played at, at Hawaii, a little more similar to that, right, playing sort of that middle linebacker, stack you know, position off the ball. Um, so maybe that can help um, unlock some talent. I just – man, I, I knew Tavai was big, but I didn't realize he was playing at 270 last year. That That's really what blows my mind. And I think, you know, you could – Thinking back, you know, you could see it in his play a little bit, right? Maybe that's why he was, I mean, slow in pass coverage, slow to react, why some of the movement skills weren't quite there that that maybe the Lions thought they had early on. So I don't know if I'm completely buying it. I mean, you've got Jamie Collins at middle linebacker. You know, they signed Alex Anzalone in free agency, spent a fourth-round pick on Derek Barnes, right? They traded up to, to get him. So um, it's not like he's going to be without competition, we need to see what happens, you know, in the, the preseason when the pads come on. But, hey, at least this is a guy that, you know, uh, six months ago, everyone was writing off. And three months ago, everyone was writing off and saying, he, you know, he's not even salvageable. But, but now, uh, look, the Lions have something to, to build on there.
0: What about his special team upside? I mean, is that, he's a core special teams guy. Is that going to help his chances?
1: Uh, I do think so. I mean, you know, watching them today, he was still running first team punt cover. They just did some punt drills today. Uh, I don't have my, I do have my notebook down here. I'll see who else was on there with him. Let me pull this up as we're talking here. But, but Jelani Tavai was just to the left of of, of, uh, Dom Mulebach, if I remember right. And uh, I write this down. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna take me too long to find it in my scribbled notes down here. But um, <laughs> no, here we go. Look, Jelani Tavai, yeah, just to the left of Don Muebach. Uh <laughs> you know, Alex Anzalone was just to the right, you know. So those are a couple linebackers that that you would expect at least that are gonna play on you know significant snaps on defense. No Jamie Collins at practice today, but yeah, I think you know Taviz, um, you know, given the position he plays, given still maybe the lack of numbers of traditional linebackers. Um, you would think that he would have a role on the team, uh, but, you know, it just, it remains to be seen how big of a role that's going to be.
0: One thing, one thing that's interesting that Aaron Glenn was saying was, you know, we were at, he was asked, you know, what do you think so far of Tavai? You know, there's, he's seen almost nothing of him other than yeah. zoom meetings, but he said, well, you know, he's uh, and this is, this is the perfect NFL coach answer. And that I think helps Tavai greatly is he said, he's done. What's what I asked of him. He's lost 17 pounds. He came in at the weight that we wanted him to come in at, close to 240. And, boy, NFL coaches just love when you are a good soldier and line up and do what you're asked. You know, that's, that just creates so much goodwill for you and, and increases your chances that they, they can trust you. And um, so I think, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him. If he doesn't make, you know, the, the initial roster, that wouldn't surprise me as well. We'll see in preseason how he performs and all that other stuff. Um, but um, that he's giving himself the best chance right now. I'll give him that.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. He's uh, he's certainly in the mix, uh, much more so than again we would have thought. You know, a month ago, even yeah. um, so, to his credit, give him some credit for slimming down, for doing what he needed to do to get to this point. Um, look, the other thing that I think is is worth talking about today is. The Lions hosted Todd Gurley on a, on a free agent visit, right? Uh DeAndre Swift said he even talked to him briefly when he was there. Look, I mean the Lions right now at running back, DeAndre Swift, the Jamal Williams is their number two back. They they spent um yeah, he was the only free agent that they gave a multi year deal to. They they spent a seventh round pick on Jamar Jefferson. Todd Gurley, uh, worth signing for the Lions, worth pursuing for the Lions. I mean, we know nothing about Jamar Jefferson, whether he's gonna, you know be a fit, have a role, whatever, I guess in theory, you can still, you can have four running backs too. Right. I mean, it's not like you need to be limited to three, but I don't know. Todd Gurley, is he worth
0: signing at this stage of his career? I mean, this is the, every two years they go through this, right? LeGarrette Blunt, they go with uh, Adrian Peterson. They're like, we're going to go, we're going to go f- jumping into the fountain of youth again. See if we can f- rediscover some of that old magic. Um, but that tells you what shape the running back position is in. They don't, this this running back group doesn't scare anybody really you know i mean DeAndre swift is still not really a proven commodity um and obviously got rid of carry on you know because you know injury concerns whatever is the third down guy you know protection pass production guy so you you don't you don't really know what you have at this point so you got to kick the tires you know and you don't know how much trade is left on the tires with Gurley. you know you wouldn't imagine a whole lot he's had too many injuries it's been a when's the last time he was really uh you know, uh, Pro Bowl caliber was it been three years since he's been in that?
1: 2018. I mean, you know, 2018 he had a good season. 2017 and 2018 seasons. Yeah, he was, so, I mean, he was one of the best players in the NFL. That's three years ago, right? That's yeah, not that long ago.
0: That's, but that's an eternity in running back years. Three years ago, was a hundred years ago. So, um, I, you know, I, I I give them credit for doing their their due diligence and, and looking at guys and and bringing them in and and uh, for the for the fans and the viewers out there. Dave Briquette did his best to shout into the indoor facility, Todd Gurley, come out if you're in there. So he didn't listen. We, we don't know if he was in there or not. Um, John Neal could attest to this. So despite your best efforts, Dave, Todd Gurley did not come out and give us an interview. And I mean, and even Swift said it amounted to, hey, what's up? You know, a head, a head nod. So we don't know. It's but, all right.
1: But- I'm sure we will talk to him next week after he signs. You know, we'll, we'll they give him on a Zoom after their next OTA next week are open OTAs. So we'll, we'll see. Look, you know, the, the girly thing, Carlos, I think you're right. I, I, I like the fact that you brought up, you know, these old time running backs, right? Adrian Peterson last year was 35 years old and like Eric Blunt and Steven Ridley. Remember Bob Quinn signed him as, as, one of his signings. I mean, that's really, you know, a lot of these, these teams rather than in the Lions drafted a running back right And Jamar Jefferson, but rather than go with a young guy, even Carrie Ann Johnson, a young guy still relatively young, they want some veteran retread at the running back position. And I don't, I don't totally get it. I mean, look, Gurley was, you know, he, I think he had a career low last year for the Atlanta Falcons and he was, he was okay. I don't have his stats up, but it was 600 and some yards. And, you know, so he was, he was serviceable, but, and, and I guess he could in theory be the, you know, maybe what you're looking for at that position is you need a guy that, Hey, something happens to our first two guys that you feel comfortable giving him the rock you know, uh, you know, a late season game with, you know, something on the line. So I understand why the Lions are kicking the tires on them, But I just, I don't know if you're going to go that route, then why get rid of on Johnson? I mean, I, I know the answer. They obviously didn't like on Right. And, and, you know, you reunite Gurley with Goff and whatever you're trying to do this whole Rams thing again, that's not going to work in Detroit, but um, I don't know. I just, it's not a it's not a move that moves the needle a great deal for me. Even though the name, I think, would register with a
0: lot of casual fans out there. Well, he's a bigger running back, right? He's he he'd be the bigger the biggest guy they have among those those three other guys. Jamal might Jamal, be. Yeah. I don't think he's that big, is he? The way Sick. he runs, at least I
1: don't know. But yeah, go ahead to your point.
0: Yeah, I, I just think you need you know that that kind of between the tackles. You know, guy who's you know good ball security, and he's going to get you those two, three yards when you need it. Oh, did we lose Carlos here? That's you know, where they are that. Sorry, I thought we lost you there.
1: I'm oh, sorry. No, sorry about that. I was just looking up Todd Gurley's stats on uh, on Pro Football Reference here as as we were talking, and you know, I mean, look, again, uh, there's there's when Todd Gurley was was. You know, his first four years in the league, he was one of the best offensive players around. Right? I mean, he had what do you have? Forty touchdowns in that two-year span with the Rams, and and he was phenomenal. There, there's no doubt about that. And so, you know, if the Lions, you know, if there's if there's any little bit of you know, uh, juice left in in that body, like there was a couple of years ago, you know, maybe he's he's worth signing. Um, I, I do think the Lions, you know, I don't know, it, it makes sense because I, again. I think especially given the the amount that the Lions are going to run uh the ball this year and the way the offense is going to be built, you know, you can you have room for a fourth running back on the roster. I just, you know, again, to me, I don't know, I wouldn't have brushed carry on to the side as quickly as I did if if I wanted that that fourth running back on my team.
0: You know, it's all the NFL, you know, it's 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 Brad Holmes, right? Having familiarity with Todd Gurley, who knows what he said about him and getting him drafted. So it's always just my guy, right? Who do I trust? I trust my oh. guys, Patriots, Rams, whatever it might be, you know, so you're always going to bring in guys that you know and you have familiarity with. So I, I get it. Um, I don't know how much value he's, you know, on the field he's going to have, but you know, he, like you said, late season might be able to get you a few yards and you need them.
1: National friends look out for each other. We, that's what the NFL is. I mean, it really is. <laughs> they, they bring each, you know, they, they, uh, it, whether it's coaches gms whoever they 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 definitely all seem to to keep their their circles tight so um look i you know uh again just the way otas are and especially the way practices are we don't get to see there's not a ton worth discussing that you see on the field these days right there's i mean they're in helmets there's no pads they're not doing any really competitive drills there's no one-on-ones yeah you know so there's even my observations, I felt kind of bad writing them today. You kind of goaded me into it though, Carlos. You were like, are you going to
0: write them? You're going to write them.
1: So I felt like I had to, but um,
0: all right, I'm going to stop you. The people love this, Dave, give the people, you know, and let's not forget this we're jaded because, you know, long time media members, you know, like we see this all the time. And to us, a, a walkthrough doesn't seem like much, 7%, yep. 7%. but these poor fans have been not only, not only have they been starved just in general, they didn't get to go to any games last year. Sure, There was no training camp. They didn't come to training camp. So they're looking for these little morsels. So any little thing, and I'll, I'll, I hate to say it, but I read your observations and I was like, damn, that's pretty good stuff. Like I didn't even see some of things and you know, so this is a great service to, to people. I think it should be a, in the free press charter, the day must write observations anytime he's at a practice only,
1: but I will give everyone watching here. I'll give you two of the observations. Number one, Darren Fells had the best catch of the day. Seven on seven, going to the ground. Anthony Pittman draped over him, bobbled the ball a little bit, hauled it in for a catch. Good catch by Darren Fells. Uh, he'll be their number two tight end. Uh, punt, punt! Look, everyone, no one cares about special teams, but I did because they they spent a lot of time on special teams today. Mike Ford, really good gunner. You know, Mike Ford made a. Uh, just the way that he can chase that ball down the lines instead a drill today where they they had their gunners down the sidelines, 30 or so yards from, from the field, they're shooting balls off a jugs machine and Mike Ford made it, made it a nice play down the sideline better than some of the other guys. I thought Mike Ford and I thought uh, Corn Elder were, were the two best at that drill. So there you go. Two observations for you guys, uh, for everyone out there. We'll give you some more next week. Next Thursday is our next OTA day. All right. Before we get out of here, Carlos,
0: uh, Memorial Day plans? You, you doing anything fun? Uh, vacation days. Um, I'm not answering my phone. Any lines? Breaking news goes to you, Dave. Um, yeah, the town. No, no, you're you're always on the clock, um, like a fireman. You can you can't your post. So, um, no, nah, nothing. We're just kicking it, doing some some planting, some yard work, some hanging out with friends. How about you? What are you guys up to?
1: Uh, you can come over and do some yard work in my front yard when you're done. I would appreciate that. I have some shrubs there. I need a couple of shrubs planted. So come on over. Uh, you know the address. Uh, I'm going to take the kids. I think we're going to go hit one or more Hall of Fames, maybe football and baseball. I don't know. It'll be a super long drive on a quick weekend. But, you know, my son's a huge baseball fan, especially that Cal State Fullerton team of yours. So we might, we might, he, you can hear him in the background. He just said, I heard that we might make the drive all the way up to Cooperstown. I'm not sure. We're going to go see a baseball game somewhere at the very least. So,
0: uh, you know, we'll be, uh, we'll be bouncing around. So I say lines news coming to you. Cooperstown is definitely worth a visit. If you're a baseball fan, um, it's not hugely interactive, but I think they've done a good job with, uh with the displays and, and there's a lot of reading involved so I don't know if Jack's going to be up for for reading all the little nuance and stuff but uh but it's pretty cool it's it's neat to see all the artifacts that they have and um so they but but it's it's hard to get to it's not it's not easy to no Cooper's Tim
1: especially now that you can't go through canada but you know what he graduated kindergarten today so if the reading is at a kindergarten level or first grade <laughs> level I don't know what he would be considered right now Uh, he'll read it so there you go Uh, all right we'll leave it at that that'll do it for us we're off to enjoy a holiday weekend i hope everyone out there uh gets a little time with their family too gets uh gets to get away maybe probably not swimming weather here in michigan but you know get get outside enjoy the outdoors uh if you need some yard work done you know after carlos does my house maybe he can come to yours too so go ahead and hit him up on email and and see what, see if he's got any openings in his schedule. But that'll do it for us. Carlos, enjoy the, uh, the weekend. Hope the family's well. And uh, we'll do this again next week. For Carlos Menares. I'm Dave Burkett, Freak.com.